All right, our guest today on the Plumber Fire podcast is Paddy Cowdo, a.k.a. Aussie Apprentice. Paddy, thanks for taking the time to come and chat, mate. Nah, not a problem at all. Good, oh, it's to, good, good to have you, good mate. Good to be here, It's good man. to see you in person. Yeah. Instead of on Instagram. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally good to sh- shake your hand. <laughs> oh, no. Um, mate, you had a bit of a, I'd say a non-traditional path into, into plumbing. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and also how you got started in a plumbing apprenticeship and also, I guess, what what what, is, what inspired you to take the plumbing as a career path? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I initially started out, I finished school when I was 18 in year 12 and I'll come up to Adelaide and did, I, I did two years of biotechnology at Flinders Uni. So I was like, I'm going to learn, you know, how to be a biotechnician. I'm going to do research. I'm going to do all the big things. It's going to be nuts. And then I was like, hang on, like I went two years into that and we had some industry like specialists, I'll call them like, you know, people from the industry come and chat to us and they were basically like, okay, well, this is what the go is. There's no jobs in Adelaide. You have to go to either Sydney or Melbourne or Queensland. I was like, mm, yeah, mm. not really about that. Cause like, you know, I was, I was 20, like, and yeah. I was like loving Adelaide, you know, and I'm from Mount Gambia. So like, I, you know, don't really want to leave sort of thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll see how it goes. I might just defer and see what happens sort of thing. So. I went home, worked with mum and dad for like eight or nine months and then come back up to Adelaide. I was like, oh, bugger it. I'll, um, I tried out for the police. I got all the way to the end <laughs> and I passed everything and they got me right at the end and they said, oh, no, nah, go away. You don't have enough life experience. I was like, kidding? Yeah. I was like, all right, no worries. Like I went to uni and then worked for nine months, like whatever, like what, you know, what more life experience do you need sort of thing? Cause they're, they're hiring yeah. kids out of school. Yeah. And I was like, uh. So I, I just pulled a pin on that, didn't worry about it. And then I was working at Stratco for about two and a half years, started on the floor, ended up being like a bit of a, I won't say area manager, but I was looking after a big area, like, you know, country, Western South Australia and, um, all of the, like the Barossa, mid North, you know, Port Augusta, Piri, Wyland, mm-hmm. and all that sort of good, terrible, terrible <laughs> places, but anyway, <laughs> the dust bowl that yeah, it is. Yeah. But, um, so I did that and then I was like, nah, I hate money. Um, I'm going to go be like, so I ended up going into, um, commercial, like I'll say like commercial sales for Toyota. So it was actually, I was looking after like mobs, like, you know, um, your Ken holes, yeah, like big mobs sort of thing. Like, and I would look after those accounts and then they, my manager at the time was like, you're going to sell new cars, Patty. I'm like, and I I hated it ever since then. I was just like, nah, this is, this is crap. But. My, um, my partner at the time, she worked at Reese Salisbury. So, um, she was like, oh, um, you know, do you want to try out plumbing? You know, would you do a bit of work experience? I was like, oh, okay. uh, like I never thought of doing a trade. Like I grew up, I grew up on a farm out of town in Mount Gambia. So like I was always, you know, good with my hands, you know, doing fencing with dad, shearing with dad, working on trucks, changing turbos, you know, mm. doing irrigation, like doing blue line and poly and everything. And like, it just... Like I'd done it and like changed taps and everything when I was a kid. And then like, I was like, no, oh, I'd never do that. I'd, Cause I was always more, I found I was better with my mind than my hands. But then I like, once I did my, I did like a couple of weeks of work experience. I was like, hang on, I can use my mind to like be even better with my hands. Sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So, you know, they complement each other. Um, so I started it, got into it and yeah, loved it ever since. It's like, it's. For the first time in my life, I found something that I was very, very good at because I can just put as much time as I want into it. Like everyone laughs at me. All my mates are like, God, why do you love plumbing so much? I was like, because I'm good at it. Like yeah. I've finally found something that I'm good at and I can smash. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's good in the sense that you get out what you put in in plumbing. You know, you know, just as well as mm. I do. If you've got a bloke that doesn't want to learn, he goes through his entire apprenticeship, gets signed off, 
and then he still doesn't want to learn, mm. who's going to want to hire that fella? You mm. know, as much as it's not a nice thing to say, if he doesn't strive to learn more and do more, he's not going to be as desirable to a customer, uh, to a company or like a, you know, business owner like yourself. Because mm. you'll go, well, what do you know? Oh, well, I can unblock drains and I can service taps. Okay. Yep. What else? No, nah, no, nah, that's, that, that's about it. All right. Well, sorry, yeah. mate. I'll, on to the next bloke. Sorry. Like that's, them's the breaks, you know, yeah. like as, as much as it is, yeah, it's not a very nice thing to say. That's just what happens sort of thing. So mm. I think for me, yeah, like I, you know, like I've, I've got mates that are lawyers and I've got mates that are like accountants and, you know, financial advisors and, you know, people that are very well off in their own respective fields, but I seem to be the happiest in what I do <laughs> yeah, and everyone's right. like, why do you like your job? Nobody wakes up and enjoys going to work as much as you do. Mm. I was like, well, every day and like, this is, oh, you know, you'll know what I say, like when I say this, but like, if you're a kid and you want to do something different every day with your hands and like experience new things, then be a plumber. Mm. You, you, you're doing totally yeah. new, different things all the time. You're touching something new and like, look, uh, my biggest piece of advice, and it's probably going to rub some people the wrong way. Don't go into new homes as a new, as a, as a first year plumber. Like you, you need to get a handle on mm. either maintenance or big construction. But like, if you're going to new homes and nothing against new homes, blokes, there's not a lot of variety. That's all it is. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, with, mm. with saying that. Cause you're not learning how to fix stuff. You're only learning how to, you know, put stuff in and then leave it and say, say, see you later. It's never going to be your responsibility. Yeah. So a lot of the, I think a lot of the, I'll say care mm. or care factor, I suppose, goes with it. Mm. Look, I, and again, I'm not bashing new homes plumbers because like I know a few blokes that are really bloody good at what they do and they do like absolute peak, like pinnacle work and like good quality stuff. But I'm talking to the guys that just, you know, they smash an underfloor in like four hours and yeah. nothing's a grade. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. It, yeah. You, you know exactly what, you, what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's not, you will learn, but it's just, you're not learning the same sort of stuff mm. or to the extent of what you can learn. But like, you know, I'm sure as you've gone through your trade, you've come to realize like, oh, wow, there's, like, there's so much, yeah. there's so much to learn. And actually speaking, we, when we were speaking before, when you rocked up and you were mm. saying, you know, um, seems like what's important to you is like getting a big variety of work during your apprenticeship. That seems mm. to, is that a focus of yours? Oh, massive. Yeah, massive. So, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is like, I'm very hungry for learning, you know, like renovations and, you know, um, extensions, that sort of stuff. I've, I've done a lot of that for three years. You know, I've learned mm -hmm. a lot of that. I'm not saying that I've learned everything. I, you can never learn everything, right? But you can get a good handle on it. You know, you might know 60, 70, 80, 90% of what you're doing in that respective field or whatever, mm. but you're not going to know, you're never going to know hundred percent of it. So why not get, and I hate saying this term cause I'm not this, but like <laughs> it makes me think of like, you know, jack of all trades in a sense of like, it's, you're not a jack of all trades, but you've got a hand at everything, you know? you're going to be infinitely more important, more useful to somebody if you know a rough enough idea of how something's going on than no idea of what's mm. going on. So mm. it's good, you know, and I, look, again, I, I will, I'm the biggest advocate for it. I would always say to, you know, young apprentices and plumbers and, you know, people that are keen in the industry, just like get into it, you know, and, and go out and like make changes. Like I've got a, I've got a mate that, you know, um, he does nothing but heaters. And like does a bit of other stuff all the time. And I'm, you know, I'm bailing him up all the time. Like, come on, come, mm. out, come over. Like, you know, you learn some more and get involved in some more. Cause otherwise he'll get to the end of his trade. And as much as like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, you can learn things outside your apprenticeship, which you will. 
it's more beneficial if you're, you know, doing it in during your apprenticeship because you go, oh, I've picked it all up. I've got all these, you know, pieces and parts of the puzzle. Yeah. And, you know, um, one of my first tradesmen, um, Peter, actually told me that like the, the best thing about being a plumber is you can learn from so many different people and you take a little piece of every one of those plumbers and you form your little toolbox and you go, mm-hmm. right, okay, cool. So what, you, what you've got now is you've got the best of all these blokes for what works well with you. And you go, cool, done, no worries. I'll take my little toolbox and I can do anything I've put my mind to. Mm. It's not very difficult. You know, mm. you just smash it. So yeah. that's, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah. Don't answer every question before I ask one. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you might do that. Oh, look, I just, I get a little bit ahead. <laughs> um, so what do you, what I'd like to ask you, what do you love about plumbing? You sort of touched on it and what do you, what do you, would you say the best parts about doing a plumbing apprenticeship are? Oh, I think it's important to let the young people out there know because yeah. some people like, wouldn't have any idea what goes on. I well, mean, I didn't before I started plumbing, I wouldn't have a clue. So that's exactly right. Like I reckon one of the best things about being a plumber is you're not just a plumber. Right. You're, you know, you become handy with tools. You become like a, an estimator. You become a supervisor. You become, you know, a, almost a general contractor in a way. You're mm. part, part-time chippy, part-time tiler. You know, you learn how to do a bit of waterproofing. You learn how to do a bit of roofing. You know, you do a bit of everything. And the biggest part of it is you've got a hand in all these different little pies sort of thing. But, um, and the, yeah, so that's, what's really good about doing an apprenticeship, right? I suppose you can, and, and plumbing, especially like I've, you know, obviously plumbers always laugh at a, at like electricians or like, ah, we can, you know, we're, yeah, we're so hate much, electricians. Yeah. Hate them. You know, we're so much better than them. I've got a lot of mates that are really good mates that are electricians and I could not do what they do. I will, I will flat out tell, say that out loud. My, one of my best mates, Reese, he is an electrician and by God, he just knows his stuff. Like, you know, mm. and, and whenever he talks about it, I'm like, oh, you know, I like to think that I could change a light. Probably couldn't, I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd mess it up somehow. I'm like, oh, what, you know, why isn't this working? But, um, so that's, that's, it's, it's interesting in that sense. Yeah. Now, what I really like about, um, plumbing though, is like you go to an issue and you approach it, say, you know, no hot water. That's one of my favorite calls of all time. Cause you go there, it could be any number of things. Mm. Could be a restrictor in the shower rows. Could be, you know, an, um, a bit of build up inside the mixer cartridge. It could be a stuck washer. It could be, uh, you know, um, be a tempering valve. Could, could be, be that's right. Yeah. 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 In the hot water. It could so be a thermostat, options. you know, mm. it could be gas pressures. It could be electricity. It could be, you know, water flow rates. It could not be igniting, you know, then there could be an issue with the water body assembly. There are mm. an infinite amount of things that can go wrong. And the best thing about being in a plum, being a plumber, that's good at what they do. And, you know, you have that like trial and error of figuring it out. You can go there and you go through your little mental list in your head and you go tick, 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 tick. And the moment you find one and, you know, mm. Mrs. Jones is looking over your shoulder and you go, ah, there it is, bang. And, yeah, yeah. and it fires up or, you know, she has hot water and she goes, wow, you know, oh, bloody hell, I never knew. Like, <laughs> so you and, sound like you like troubleshooting. Love it. Love it. It's good. It's very satisfying. It's mm. very, very satisfying because you come into it and you can, you know, you look at it with an outside perspective and you're going at something that you've never touched before. You've never been to this site or you've never been here and you go, I reckon this out yeah because it's like a little battle like you know I, I always find it as like you know i i don't know i really like my video games and it sounds funny but like i treat it as like oh it's just another mission <laughs> i'm just doing like another part of the game you know i roll in and i just like uh like the other day i did like uh there was about 12 different water filters in the same facility 
And I was like, I was like, I'd never been there before. I was like, bugger it, I'll find, I'll find, I'll find them all. No worries. And I realized halfway through the day that like when I was going around finding them all, I'm like, this is just like a lost and found like mission in a video game. Like this is, I'm just going around asking people like, where's this? Where's Every this? Every time I yeah, literally. Like coin. Oh, like, oh, oh my God. And I bump up, but <laughs> yeah, no, so it's really good. It is yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, so I love it. That's, that, that's probably the biggest thing is that I like being able to do like, yeah, yeah. definitely trouble, troubleshooting. And I, uh, I'll, I'll add one more thing to it is that I love being the superhero. If that makes sense, you come in and you, doesn't matter if you've got a leaking tap that's been leaking in Mrs. Jones's house for the last six months. She hasn't had hot water for two days. Her drains haven't worked for three days and three nights. Mm. Um, you know, it could be anything. Or there's no hot water for a family of five. Or they don't have any water because there's a water burst and they've had to shut off the water. You go there. And as plumbers, we love to just, you know, go, go there, done, you forget about it. Then there's nothing else you're thinking about. Mm. And it's very satisfying because at the end of the day, you go and do it all. And then they like, you know, they look at you and you say, have a great day. And they go, yeah. oh my God, you just, you just solve that problem. Cause like, you know, you look at other trades and it's not quite the same. I, I, I think personally, like plumbers definitely are oh, the best. Nah, 100%. <laughs> I was going to say superheroes, but then that might sound a little bit <laughs> megalomaniacal, maniacal, but I think we definitely have so much like we're just solving issues. That's, mm. that's, that's what we do. That's how we smash it out. It's very satisfying. Mm. I love it. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I ramble if you haven't no, guessed that. No. Yeah. <laughs> what about, um, bizarre or memorable plumbing or, experiences you've had or any, uh, unexpected situations you found yourself in? Anything that comes to mind? Oh God. Uh, I've fallen through a roof twice. Oh, um, not the same roof, surely. No, not the same roof. I've stabbed myself in the leg with a sink. Um, <laughs> I got a Stanley knife blade in my eye. Uh, what else? I've had lots. <laughs> I've had lots. I crushed my thumb under a hot water unit. Uh, they're all like my little injuries and everything, which is terrible. But um, I think, oh, there's just, you know, I really like doing Renaults. They're very satisfying. I like, I don't hate first fix. It's just first fix. You just got to get it done. Second fix. Oh, I'm all over it. Yeah. You, you do it up, you beat a silicon and you're fixing off that shower rail perfect and you're putting that dunny in and it's just like, why? And you're just like, yeah. And people always laugh like, um, you know, there's so many strange things that you see. Like, you know, the way some people do their renos, you're like, God, I wouldn't put that in my house. Yeah. You know, um, Matt Theo, like from Theo's Plumbing, um, he sent me a Snapchat the other day. He goes, this old lady has got like the most like vintage like tapware and everything and toiletware. I think the toilet was actually like 30 years old mm. in the box, new old stock. And he was like, yeah, it's just like sitting there and that. But I reckon, oh, look, I'm trying to think of like the most memorable. Oh, <laughs> it's is. hard to think on the spot of these it, things. It I is. Think. I, I don't know how these are going to go. But. Nah, nah. I like, I really like um, jetting drains is like, and stormwater. Mm. It's brilliant. I've mm. pulled like an 18 metery like drain snake out. Like Have you? Jet, oh, like roots. Well, I was going to, that was going to be one of my next questions. Uh, most satisfying thing in plumbing. Oh, definitely that. Definitely jet big stormwater. Root oh, oh yeah. big time. And I love it. And I'm just filthy and covered. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm ripping it out. And the homeowner's there. I'm like, and I'm just reefing on it, like pulling this thing out. And she's like, oh my God, my drains have never been so clean. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I think even the small things, man, that you don't think about much is like when you get a new spade bit, 
Oh. And you use it and you're just like, oh my God. Or it's when a you moment. Or and you're like, it's a moment. This is what it's supposed to feel yeah. like. You know what I mean? You know, I actually. You forget how blunt they are. Yeah. Like, I think the biggest thing, you, 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 you might know this already. And like, I know a lot of my mates and blokes that have worked with me know that I'm like this. My van is, it's schmick. It's where everything is where it is. I have every tool for the job. You know, I'm not going to anything, not expecting stuff. I really like doing hotties. They're, that's very satisfying. Yeah, that is, that is. I satisfying. love it. My, yeah. my offsets are just like brilliant. You know, like I, I love doing a, a hot relief and the hot relief has to offset back to the wall and then offset down and then go past and then go around two pipes. And yeah. Then, then you dump it down in top of the gully and you know, you got to keep under, I think it's either seven or six bends or eight bends or something for a half inch line or something but you know and that's very satisfying yeah. or bending a hot line in one go oh i like it when you got the you know the relief the hot relief hours on the wrong side of the gully so you got to yep. bend it all up then you got to oh. put it behind oh, and like and you and just you're doing get a big right. long bend and you like mark it and take it out yeah. again and put it back in you're and like you put oh. it in like a bit of tetris and then oh. you and it, it does line up and I, you're like I, oh I, yeah I, that's I, killer i do tell you though multiple times i have i haven't pressed a, a joiner I have restarted with a new piece of copper because I've gone, nah, I need to do this. I'm not, I'm not, not doing it. And I'll cut that bit of copper and use the offset flat. Yeah, right? yeah. But I'm like, no, I need to prove it to myself. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think, yeah. It's, <laughs> um, fixing, I, I really like being able to fix, oh, actually, no, I'll take this back. One of my favorite, most satisfying things is finding gas leaks. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. good. I like, I've got a method. I have it down pat. Can you share this method? I can absolutely share this method. <laughs> You'll like this. So, Obviously, you know, you check for your, like, everyone's going to laugh at me. They're going to go, that's not how I do it. Okay, no worries. Like, yeah, armchair consultant, but whatever. Nah, the way that I do it is like, obviously, you know, you pressure test your gas service. Find, you know, obviously there's a leak. You find all your gas appliances, you know, isolate them inside. Like, that's how you first, like, obviously get rid of all of that. Isolate your hottie, isolate your gas cooktop and your heater. And you go, right, okay. Your next step is to find, you know, fly up onto the roof. If it's roof tiles, laughing, like yeah. brilliant. Get up, kick a couple of tiles up. You find that elbow there, done. Find the elbow there, done. And then you've got your run and you've got, you know, one, two, three, four T's or, you know, three T's and a couple of elbows. And I just kick tiles up and I can follow it. I can get it like perfect. It's just like bang, 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 bang. And I have a torch in one hand and soapy water in the other hand and just kick a tile, torch, soapy water on the joint. If it looks like it's bubbling, I'll look a little bit closer and then zoom in on my phone and you catch oh, yeah. it and it's just like, yeah, done. Yeah. And you know, you cut it out or whatever and then chuck it back in. And when you don't have a leak, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that but, feels good, doesn't it? But I like it. I, um, <laughs> Do you use a water manometer or a digital? Both. 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 Um, when would you use the other? When would you use one? For yep. Uh, I really like using, well, I only use my water manometer for when I'm doing like a test for a gas leak. So you can drop, you can watch your drop better I, I i just prefer it's a visual thing i suppose and mm. you know my first couple of tradesmen taught me that but i and then my digi is always for my you know commissioning hotties um doing any sort of gas heater servicing or you know trying to find um yeah finding leaks is is a good one because you can see exactly how much and measure it exactly how much over a certain period of time mm -hmm. that sort of thing mm -hmm. um so that's sort of where they come into play i think a bit but um yeah i really i don't know like i think that big, this is going to be a bit of a segue into another thing, but like, I think the biggest thing as an apprentice you can do is buy the tools that you need, mm. right? It sounds very abstract, probably very, you know, also very straightforward. Like, yeah, obviously I've got to buy a shifter <laughs> and multi. So yeah. like, yeah, no, no worries. But if you're expected, if you want to be, what's, let me have, let me rephrase this. 
if you want to be viewed as an efficient and qualified plumber, have the tools that an efficient mm. and qualified plumber would have. Mm. Oh, you know, my, my drill broke. Okay. Buy another one then. Mm. Oh, I shouldn't have to do that. Oh yeah, you do. Because that's an expectation of the trade. That's why we get paid what we get paid. That's why we have allowances on jobs because yeah. you need to have that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's why you have that's a digital manometer. You know, that's why you have, you know, good quality gear. Like mm. I, my biggest thing is like, don't buy a Bunning shifter. Mm-hmm. I know some people are going to hate me for that. Cause like, oh, it's only eight bucks. You know, don't Should worry go about to it. Reese. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Reese. <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest thing is like Barco and like, you know, and rigid and good quality tool, like hand tool yeah. brands. They last longer and they're cheaper in the long run anyway. Oh, mate. I've lost and broken more like cheap tools and I have my expensive tools. Because mm. you know what? You pick up that, look, I'll be honest, like it's a $70 Barco shifter and you go, I could buy an $8 one from Bunnings, mm. but you know, I'll work at a couple of OT hours and then you save up for it, buy it. Mm. You do not want to let go of that. You do not want to leave that behind because you go, no, I spent 70 bucks on that. I am not leaving yeah. that behind. And you look after them as well. Like- you know, Tom, one of my old tradesmen, he picked up one of my Barco shifters once we were doing a hottie and he goes, oh, it was good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> and I was like, you put a bit of three in one oil on there and yeah. like on the grub nut and oh, she's laughing. I think that's one of the things that separates definitely just for like an anecdotal perspective, the good apprentices from the not so good is like just little things like they, mm. like you said, they have a neat van, but like they, they spend money on tools. There's yep. nothing that really cheeses me off more than yep. an apprentice who gets allowances for tools yes. and spends them on like a big screen TV or something mm-hmm. like, mate, get some or, good tools. That's right. Like like, it's, it, that, that, like the, the government gives you a lot of incentives. Like mm. when I came on, they had a double incentive. So it wasn't just a thousand dollars tool startup. It was $2,000, mm. $2,000 to get as whatever tools you want. All you had to do is buy them with your own money and then get reimbursed for it. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And like I did that over the course of the first six months of my apprenticeship. And the biggest thing that I always said to people and like people always ask me, they're like, what tools did you get when you're an apprentice? And like, I get messages on the Instagram all the time. I'm like, oh, you know, like, you know, shifter, moldies, some insulated screwdrivers, a big through tang screwdriver, you know, hammer, like, you know, your, your basic hand tools. But I said, yeah, buy things as you need them and mm. as you go, like you don't have to get everything at once. Nobody's going to expect you to have everything at once. Mm. And if a tradesman does then they need to sort of take a look at themselves because there's a difference between needing, you know, tools that you need and, just, and you know, um, and then your, your tradie going, oh, why don't, what do you mean you don't have a 12 pack Milwaukee yeah, kit yeah. and you're three months into your apprenticeship? Well, you know, my brother in Christ, I am working with, <laughs> I'm living at home, you know, yeah. but like, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. I think definitely you need to, like kids need to, not just kids, but adult apprentices. I think adult adult apprentices actually are all all the ones that I know are cluey. They have their right tools. Mm. They they have an understanding of like the value of tools as well because they're like, oh, I'm not going to buy crap and I'm not going to buy and I'm not not going to buy them because I know they're doing it as a career. You yeah. know, they all view it as if I have better tools, my job is easier, the job gets done quicker, and I get to go home sooner mm. and I get paid better. And I'd have to add to that. I've I've had a few apprentices not have the tools they need for ages because they can't afford them. And I'm yeah. like thinking, mate, if you hadn't just told me that, yeah. I would have just bought them for you and yep. then put you yep. on a payment plan or something, uh, that, like, you know, right. because it's benefits me as well. Yeah. You've got the tools. So I think it's been probably important for some, obviously it's not going to happen in every environment, but to let some of the kids know that like people will help you out if you need tools. That's right. You know, you just pay them back. We understand that you're not on like massive uh, coin. Oh, ask the question as well, you man. Know? Like, you know, my, my first couple of tradies gave me their all, like a couple of little hand tools, you know, mm. it might've just been one screwdriver here, 
or it might have just been an old crappy, um, you know, pipe wrench or something that, that, that was bouncing around in the back of the van for the last mm. six years. But mm-hmm. the biggest thing is like, I just, you know, I just said, oh, if you've got anything you want to throw away or you want to like sell to me, let me know. Nine times out of 10, they just gave it to me. They're like, oh, here you go, Patty. Yeah. You know, Cause you ask politely, you know, you're keen, you want to show people will always, well, no, 90, I won't say always because some people are assholes, but. But yeah. 90% of the time, people will try to help you out if you're eager, if you're keen. You Just know, ask the question. That's right. right, man. Like a quick phone call. Like, hey, I don't have this, you know, no worries. Like, and, and think ahead of the game as well. Like if I see my schedule, and depends how, you, how your company does it, but if you've got a schedule for the week and you can see each job that you've got as it comes up, think ahead. Mm. Don't, like, this isn't just for, you know, apprentices, but like definitely for tradies as well. Like if you, if you know you've got a thermostat, on next Wednesday, then go get a, re- a thermostat from Reese. Don't, you know, yeah. don't, don't, don't be going to that's, the job. Like, that's you know, big, that's a big thing. Yeah, you definitely. Don't, you don't need to go to the supplier every job. Yeah. You shouldn't have to, you should have forward thinking a bit and being a bit proactive and using some initiative. hundred percent. Like have, have, you know, your B press fittings, have your Vega fittings, have, you know, your tap washers and, you know, your brass fittings and stuff for a hottie and your SM1 valve kits and have stuff. If you do things regularly, you'll know what, Fittings mm. you touch every day. Mm. So write a stock list and any good boss is going to go, if you go to him and say, look, you know, I've quoted it up. It's going to be 800 bucks to put some stuff in my van, but these are the things that I use every day. Mm. Nine times out of 10 and every boss is going to go, no worries, mm. here's a stock order. Get into it. You know, yeah. it's not the end of the world because they see it as, well, he's actually, you know, he's, or he or she is going out of their way to do that stock order. And as a result, that's going to make my life easier because they're not charging for the, the extra half three like half hours in a day yeah. they don't need to go to the supplier yeah and the boss goes cool you know there's bloody there's 60 bucks that i'm not paying somebody you know it's just mm. it's it's common sense but common sense isn't common no <laughs> and you spoke about um asking questions and i'd like to get your view on um asking questions versus asking the right questions because i think there's a difference mm. personally from my perspective i see like you know people say there's no stupid question mm-hmm. but geez i've had some kids come through that are like uh you know i think uh, to be it's interesting to mm-hmm. just discuss like mm-hmm. the you can ask well, 100 questions but it's nice that, for them to be relevant and mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. so how do you look at that i look at it in there is there is a stupid question and it's a question that's asked twice mm-hmm. if and it, it's not it's probably some people might disagree with me but if you ask a question I, look i ask questions twice and i do it regularly but I try to remember things as much as I possibly can. But if you ask your, your, your tradesman, look, you know, you're not going to learn everything right off the bat. That That's fine. But if you ask a, actually like a genuine question of why we're doing something, that's the biggest thing. If an apprentice asks you why mm. rather than just how, my God, they're, they're going to go like buggery. Like yeah. they will just rip into it. Yeah, they'll go, why? that's important you know, actually. Yeah, like that's they go, one. oh, what about the, you know, and like I was, I was so bad for it and, you know, to, to Pete, to Stewie, to Russell, to, you know, <laughs> Nick and Brody and Tom and all the, all the plumbers that I've worked with. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I annoyed the hell out of them. Why are we doing this? Why do you do that? You know, what, what, what happens if this happens? And, and the, the, the moment that you stump them with a question that they don't know the answer to, if you then go out of your way to find that question, the answer to that question on your own back, mm. holy crap, you know, mm. you've, you've, that's the next step in becoming the best plumber you can be or the next trader that you can be. Because if you can answer your own questions and work things out, go through your standards, 
do a bit of research Watch online. YouTube. Watch like, YouTube. You can learn anything from YouTube. That's right. Man. You know, you know and it's mean? like get into it and just go through. Like, but I, I, I know what you're saying about like, you know, the right questions and there's a time and place for questions as well. Right. I know like some, look, a dumb, a, not a dumb question. A stupid question is a question that you should know the answer to, I think as well, because like if you've been told 10 times that we're going to Uradla today mm. and you went, where are we going today? And, yeah, you know, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's, it's like, Patty, come on, mate, you know, <laughs> switch on Patty. Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. You've got it in your Google maps, you know, come on, mate. But, yeah. but the thing is, is like, you've just got to be like mindful, like, you know, and, and also the way that I looked at it, I started going, okay, well, I'm going to think about like, what's going, what's he going to say if I ask this question? Is he going to turn around and go, oh, mate, no, come on, that's, yeah. that's silly. Yeah. Or is he going to go, yep, no, nah, good question, good question. And yeah. that's nothing, mate, nothing feels better than getting told by a tradesman or tradesperson that, mm. yeah, good question, mate. That, oh, definitely. Wow, yeah. Of course it is. Because, you know, all of a sudden that kid goes, wow, I could bloody do anything. Look at me go. You yeah, know, and yeah. like, it's good. It is very satisfying. So, um, I've got to, I've got to keep going for this question. I wasn't going to ask this one, but I wanted yeah. to just, it's not a, it's not a groundbreaking question. No. But we spoke about tools before. Favorite yes. tool. Oh, oh, can I have multiple? Yeah. You can have three, 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 mm, okay. three's the limit. <laughs> My, how many do you need? I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> shift them more. Nah, shift. <laughs> nah, I reckon my, they're called Imperial Eastman swivel handle half inch benders. And if, and oh, if, yeah, that's they're, a mouthful. They're, they're brilliant. Right. But you, you, you can bend copper like you wouldn't believe. You can swivel the handle around to a 180 and your 180 bends instead of having to bring the handles oh, yeah. close together like that. You back out here again. Yeah. And it's just full 180. Shit, we'll have to f find them and put them on the video. That's good. It is really good. And then, they, um, I reckon another one, if, I don't know if you've ever seen like a close cut, like PVC cutter, maybe you ever seen one of those? Uh, yeah. Like Essentially the, instead the of using a saw. It's, yeah, yeah. Just a little grip yeah. one. Knepex come out with one that is a 40, no, it's a 32, 40 and a 50 all in the one. And it's just a really? little adjustable. Yeah. yeah I had that's sick. It, had to buy it from Europe. I was like. That'd be sick to be under a sink and not have all the bits, you know, this, the swarf going everywhere. That's exactly right. And yeah. just, it's perfect. It's always perfect. <laughs> that's a good that one. That is a really good one. And I think. Oh, you know, it would be killer. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. No, but go, go. I just go. thought if, if built into that, yes. maybe they do. It also chamfered the end at the same time. They, they does claim it? that it does. Oh, if it did. It doesn't. It's got a sharp as... edge. I've cut myself on the edges that sharp. Oh, that mm. would be so elite if they built in. I know. They should watch this yeah. and they should do they that. Go, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been looking and if anybody can tell me, please do, because I want to get a drill attachment that I can put in my drill and chamfer mm. in a hundred 80, 65, 50, 40 mil pipe. That's got to exist surely in this for day PVC. and age. Yeah, that's right. You, they have it for Blue Brood. I know that mm. much. And I know that they have it for 110 Rao Piano. Mm -hmm. And here's, it's my little, it's like my little bugbear. I'm like, I need to find it. And everyone's like, Patty, just chill out. It's just chamfering a pipe. Just grab the grinder or grab your, you know, your bastard file or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I, and I think uh, my third one that I really, really like is my um, Milwaukee 12 volt impact driver. Lives in my tool bag. Just a little 12 volt one with a little yep. battery. Yeah. I heard and they're pretty powerful actually. The, I put roof and screws in with them. Yeah. Like they give it, they take a bit, but they bloody get into it and like fixing off W45s, putting, you know, saddles on the wall. Mm. Um, and you can get impact bits that are masonry bits, mm. you know, just keep them in your bag. 
Um, and if I can have the fourth item, yeah, I'll give it, you four. It's my tool bag. It's my tool bag. It's what a, do you got? It's a Vito Pro Pack. Oh um, yeah, backpack. My God, you rate the backpack? Oh, now I do after coming into commercial service because I can take that backpack and walk you know, down Grenfell mm. Street, walk up you know forty floors. And still be ready to plumb. I'm mm. not. I'm not carrying this thing on my the shoulder. The one shoulder thing. Oh. You're just exhausted by the time you get I, there. Sometimes I did it for like two years and I cracked the shits. I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. It's just solid it, money. Those things too, aren't they? Yeah. Worth it though. Definitely. They have a lifetime warranty, so no matter what, you can always you can take it back or just you know, all you do is reset. Uh, no, register with Vito mm. online, and you go, yep, here's a photo of my receipt. Here's the photo of this. Well, you can't Done. really go wrong, can you? You can't go wrong because your details because are always you, with them, and you do go through like a. I won't say brand names, but those blue ones yeah. and whatever. I had them Just for a number of years. <laughs> at least once every year sort of thing, don't you? I, I took the same bag back to Bunnings four times. Yeah. And they were like, Patty, come on. Because it's like my local store. And I like, I kept walking in. I'm like, like it's me again. And I always feel bad. So like I'd empty it out into my van and then like clean it all up. And I walk in and they're like, yeah, okay. And I like show them the receipt on my phone. They're like, all right, go grab the other one. I'm like, hey. Yeah, okay. I'll be you again in six months. But like I'd break everything on them. And like, yeah. this is, I genuinely mean this, like, and Luke from Flame Tech Heating and like Adventures of a Service Tech, who shout out to Luke. He's, he's my best friend, but he, um, he has, he got me onto him. He's like, Patty, these bags are good. You know, you're not going to wreck them. You can't rip them apart. Like nothing's wrong with them. And all right, by God, he was right. Uh, we'll have to hit them up too. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll change it up. You, you, you got a, obviously a pretty popular social media page and, um, that duck, I guess it documents your plumbing adventures. <laughs> well, that's what I put here. Yeah. Sticking by it. No, good. Um, and you've had some pretty epic collabs, especially lately with the, with the Reese one. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like to ask like, how did, what, how did the idea come about about you starting a Instagram page about oh, your plumbing adventures? It was a bit of a, it was definitely a piss take. <laughs> it, it, started it was. As, a piss it was at the, yeah. the start. I was like, oh. <laughs> Because the way that I saw it, I was like, I was, I was eager from day dot when I first started my apprenticeship. I was like, oh, I'm so keen. Yeah, get into it. Get into it. And I started following people on Instagram, on my regular Instagram, like, you know, world's worst plumbers, Crave Plumbing, Life or Maintenance Plumber, yeah, all these big mobs and, you know, Mechanical Hub, like, and they had started that, that kept growing and growing and like Dave, the plumber and, you know, Ben from um, Geelong Cable Locations and like, it just get this, this group, this community kept growing. And I was like, oh man, I like. I want to be a part of this. I want, mm. to, I want to give these guys something. I want, to, I want to show like what I can do. And like, and I was seeing a lot of stuff, like doing a lot of resi maintenance stuff. So, you know, you're doing dig ups, you're doing hotties, you're doing this, doing that. And I was like, people like, you know, when I show people this, they'd like find it interesting. So I was like, bugger it, make mm. it up. And I thought Aussie Apprentice was such a stupid name when I come up with it. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the cheesiest thing. And I come up with it. I was like, come Were up. you surprised it was available? Yeah. 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 So there's without an underscore or anything, hundred percent. And then there's Aussie like tradie and stuff. Um, and I've recently, I reckon I'm gonna change it. So I, I need, yeah, yeah, really? yeah. I think so. Oh, to Aussie tradie. Yeah. Well, nah, not that. I think I'm just gonna go like Caldo plumbing or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm gonna like. I've like already when you finish your apprenticeship. All I right. think so. But I've already, I've already trademarked and um, everything <laughs> for Aussie apprentice, so yeah. nobody else can take that. So I'll keep that going. That'll be like half of it, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got like a big batch of 
um, shirts that I've just recently ordered that I'm like, and it was the last, it's going to be the last run. So mm -hmm. if anybody else wants a, an Aussie apprenticeship, then the brakes, yep. I might not do another <laughs> run for a while. <laughs> I'll swap you that hat for an Aussie apprenticeship. If I have one, I'll, I'll give All it right. to you. You can hundred percent. I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you two for that. Hat. That's a better quality hat than my shit. No. <laughs> and how has it impacted your apprenticeship? I suppose your journey so far, having that page and having yeah. the following. Really good. Really, really good. Um, I can reach out to somebody in every single state. I can reach out to somebody in both the North and South Island of New Zealand. I can reach out to people in most of the states in the US, most of the, you know, the um, territories in Canada, mm -hmm. a few have been like Europe and, 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 and bloody, um, like, like all over, all over. And it's like, but not only that, like Adelaide plumbing, there's, there's a handful of us, you know, that, that, that we get into this sort of Instagram and it's funny. Like I reckon, like I kept tagging you you guys in, in stuff all the time. Like, yeah, plumbflies, Adelaide, yeah, sick. And like, I used to laugh at myself and then like I started taking these other blokes and the circle kept getting bigger and bigger. And it has genuinely become like a community. Mm, mm. It's, it's, you know, I think it's, it's definitely a reason or one of the reasons why I'm successful. I think it's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm doing well at what I do, why I'm keen, you know, and why people always, you know, are eager to give me opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't mean it in the sense I, I, I'm very, you know, grateful for all the opportunities that I get. And it's like, you know, but I've, I've worked really hard for them because yeah. I've always had that crack at it. And like, you know, people always like to say, oh, you know, and my mates always take the mickey out of me. They're like, oh, famous like plumbing influencer. Who would have thought? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and they're like, yeah, trust you to do that because you, you know, you're obsessed with things. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good point, but it worked out really well. Like, and I, I love having you know, I can, I can ring people for advice. Mm -hmm. I can, I can put up a, a, a story that says, oh, has anybody seen this sensor tap before? Yeah. And I'll get a, like 25 messages. That's insane reach. And oh. that's, that's really cool. And actually. even like advice. I'll be like, oh, you know, I could ask, I could ask plumbing business advice mm. and you know how many like plumbing business owners there are? That mm. it. Like, it's just nuts. Like, mm. you know, yourself, heaps of different people go, oh, well, when I did this, I did this, I charged this for drain machines or I did this and. You know, yeah. and like, I haven't gotten to that point yet because I haven't started my business, but like, I know that that's going to be a great part of, you know, a couple of years down the track when I'm ready, then I'll just go, oh, hey, fellas, you know, give me a bit of chance, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's great. And I, I feel like I've learned more. Like I genuinely do because people will send me photos and videos and, and, and things that they've created or things that they've fixed and they'll go, hey, like, you know, that, like trick for young players, like keep an eye out for this when you work on it on a ream pronto or something, or like, mm -hmm. you know, while you do this, do this instead. And like tips and tricks and tools, like tools are a big thing too. Like, you know, I didn't know Milwaukee made a copper cutter until I saw someone on Instagram using it. I was like, oh, that's killer. Like yeah. it goes up to 25 mil copper. I was like, done. No like, worries. Like battery or something. Yeah. Have you not oh, seen those? I've seen them actually in race. They look oh, sick. Get one. Get yeah. One. They did look good. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. I use mine all the time. All okay. time. And I still haven't had to change the blade in it. And like, yeah. it's done pretty well, but like, um, and then I think they're coming out with an inox, like a stainless steel one, which is going to be sick. Mm. Be so does the copper rotate inside of it or does the tool uh, rotate itself? Nah. So it's got like a little, I don't know if, if you imagine like a half inch, like round cutters inside it on like a little like rail sort of thing. So it just goes, Oh, it's going like that. Yeah. It goes like that around the pipe and it's, it's killer. It's so good. That's Cause sick. like when you're breaking down copper for scrap or when you're, you know, you're cutting a length in half or. Even if you just like plumbing a hottie, you just like mark it, bang, and you can see through a little sight window and you go, cut, done. Mm, then, mm. Yeah, it's good. Like seeing that sort of stuff and even like techniques of like how people do things differently. And even overseas, like 
the way like Eric and, and Andy, like those two um, American plumbers that I was telling you about, they like the way they do things differently is so intelligent. Like mm. the big thing that I noticed in the South Australia is that like, we don't service storage hot water units. No. Like have you, you've, you've, you would have changed an element, changed the thermostat, maybe changed an anode. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. But that's not, right. It's not common. But it's not common. But like in America, it's like every, every year you go on service and you mm. flush the thing too. Mm. So like, you know, how many hotties have you taken out where all the big brown sludge oh, goes on the ground one. and you're like, Mrs. Jones, your terrazzo floor. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Hope you don't drink that hot water. <laughs> yeah. I've been putting it in my kettle, you know. <laughs> yeah. But she, like, you know, that sort of stuff. I see like they, and, and the UK is big on it too. Like, and I think genuinely, and, and look, water filtration is going to, I think it's going to make a huge comeback huge in, in the residential space it already is very big but to the point mm. where like you know water quality in south australia has come a long way from what it was you know 40 50 years ago however it's still it's still you know murray water it's nothing or like you know from the aquifers and that it's not that great because it goes through you know miles of asbestos or concrete yeah. pipes and like you know and then it goes through here and then you've got you know you've got a, a gal riser on a garden tap that just picks up all that rust and takes it in the water mm. it's not terrible but you can do better and like with a thousand dollars you could get a pretty bloody good filter you know you get a sediment mm. filter you get a carbon filter a uv filter if you got real keen for 1500 bucks or something. and all yeah. of a sudden there's no such issue with any sort of you know um bacteria or anything and i think that's going to be gone mm. gray cans very soon but, yeah. yeah yeah so what about um this is probably a selfish question as well no, actually no what about um actual real world advice would you have for a young fella who's trying to grow their Instagram. Oh, you know, it doesn't have to be a young fella, but I'm just picturing a, a, a you know, apprentice like yourself. Yep. Yep. What, what are the real world tactics, I suppose, that you use to grow I, social media? Just interaction. Biggest one that I've found. I, I reply to people. I message people. I, I don't just like, um, I interact, like I comment on videos or like videos or respond to what people are questioning or asking. Mm -hmm. I try to put content out there that people like enjoy, you know, like, um, crystal from that paint chick, like she's on Instagram. She's brilliant. She knows exactly how like the algorithm works and everything. And the way that she said it was your posts are for your, like you'd imagine the business side of it, showing off your work, like making it very, putting up photos, making it look really good. Your reels are entertainment, which mm -hmm. is like, you know, you put them up, you, you make like interesting videos that are going to go. You basically view it as if I'm going to try to make this video viral. I'll make a viral video because like, you know, whether or yeah. not it does go viral, but you make it interesting that like an everyday layman can watch it and go, Hey, that's cool. It's plumbing. Sick. No worries. Like you're pulling out a, you know, a clog from a drain or, you know, you're, you're plunging a, like the, a drain or whatever, like any mm. number of things go very interesting. But, and then your story, she said is for your personality. So. And you guys probably know, like my story, I, I put up some rubbish of me talking sometimes. And like the most content interaction I ever get is me telling shitty fucking stories on <laughs> my, my story. Yeah. Okay. And like people are like, oh, I had this the other day, you know, you saw this and, and just like finding that like interacting with like big, bigger names or bigger company or not companies, but like, um, influencers them, themselves, I suppose is like you form those relationships with those big people and mm -hmm. then you're just sharing each other's stuff. That's mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Like they share my story. I share theirs. I, you know, you probably noticed, like I, I tend to share a lot of different people's stories all the time on my, yeah, on my Instagram. Cause yeah. I'm like, they're tagging me in it. 
course I'll give free, you know, bloody response. And their followers see my stuff. I mm -hmm. see their stuff. Everybody gets a, their little piece of the pie, you know, like it works out well. And mm -hmm. everybody's happy at the end of it because everyone's getting a, you know, a chance at the, for the light, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So yeah. I found that works okay. really well. Um, and then, yeah, just like, just in, like creating interesting videos, like try to, the way that I see it is like, would I be interested in watching this video mm. if I didn't know anything about it? You know, and yeah. I'll, I've seen it to, I've sent a couple of my videos to my mates and that, and I'm like, oh, is this all right? Or does this look a bit stupid? And they're like, no, that's cool as. And like, for me, you sort of get into a biased point of view where you go, this is boring. This is very boring. And yeah. you're like, and then you show someone, they're like, oh, I didn't know you did yeah. it like that. And it's like, you got to imagine as if you didn't know anything, mm -hmm. you know, and mm. then, and then you look at it and you go, wow, that is cool. That's mm. wicked. Like it's. So it's, in that way, you sort of like trying to, I guess, give value in a oh, way, like oh, information to people. Big time. Big time. If, and like, um, Bailey, oh, look, she's been in the video this whole time. I don't know if I can see that. <laughs> B Claire Carpentry, my absolute goat of a, of a, of a best mate. She's, um, she's a, a final fix carpenter and she's really what she does, but she's very good at her Instagram as well. And she puts more than enough information on all of her posts. She puts videos up. She makes sure that like people are informed and have the right sort of information and it's interesting and that like. And if anybody picked up someone else's phone and looked at it, they go, oh, I can read. That's interesting. Mm. You know, you treat it as if, like, you try not to, how am I describe it? Like, you don't want to make it, you don't want to like, uh, oh, what's the word? Like, not gate, gate, gatekeeping. Yeah. You don't want to gatekeep the trade. You know, you don't want to hold people out. You don't want to hold like people that don't have as much experience or any experience in the trade. You want to like pretty well just put it out to anyone. Like, mm. you know, you, I don't know how much you look on like Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or Facebook, but some of the inter most interesting videos we've watched are things that we don't do ourselves. Yeah. You know, so Definitely. you look at that and you go, oh, that's so interesting. That's mm -hmm. what you want to give people is something that they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. You go, here's what the inside of a hot water unit looks like. Mm. Wow. I didn't know they look like that. Yeah. Touch that and you can get an electric. <laughs> Um, what about, well, we'll change it up. Yeah. Um, I just want to go a bit deep, man. So go for I it. hope you're up for it, but, go for it. um, do you have any plumbing skills or knowledge you want to, you want to work on going forward or any perceived weaknesses you think you might have that you want to improve on? Yeah, I think so. Um, I reckon I, I know I can always learn more about gas. That's something that like, you know, very few people are very good at, mm. if that makes sense. Um, I think. You know, if you get some people that, that can really teach you some good stuff, hang on to them. Um, I think, uh, look, I, I, I probably sound very cocky saying this, but like, I, I definitely, you know, I could see myself learning how to do like a re-roof, you know, that'd be interesting. Cause I don't really know how to roof. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I really, I've never really had to do it. I'd love to re-roof my own house one day. Oh, but it's a different kettle. It's, it's, it's wicked it's fun. It's totally actually. different. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, God, I don't know how the hell to do it. You know, I, I mm -hmm. wouldn't know how to even begin to do it. But, um, I think that's interesting. I really like relining. I already know how to do that. I think that's always interesting. I could, you know, I could, I could learn an infinite more amount of things. There was yeah. this mob, I think they're Melbourne or Sydney pipe relining. They're like a big mob and they did these six relines of six stormwater drains all underneath a road. They cut a section out of a road that mm. like by about like six meter by six meter. They, I think they're like 600 mil stormwater drains and they relined the entire lengths yeah. of like, and it was like a hundred meters each. Yeah, that's interesting stuff. I was like, what the hell? Like mm. that's, that's just ridiculous. It is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And I know that they relined water mains in Port Augusta. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's nuts. This is ridiculous. Mm. But I think... What about uh, standards and stuff? Like, do you... Oh, I'm, I'm you know what I mean? Good. How are you up yeah. with them? Yeah, up with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm anal with my standards. My okay. mates, like, will laugh at me. They're like, oh, ask Patty a question. He'll figure it out. If he doesn't know it, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Really quick. I'm very, very good with my I standards. I guess that's the thing. You don't have to know all the answers, but you just need to know how to get the answers. That's exactly it. You just need to know how to find them. Like, yeah. I find, you know, I carry my... all Every single one of my standards in the van all mm -hmm. the time. You, and you, I have you have physical coffee copies. Physical copies, yeah. So I was very lucky. I got um, my updated standards very recently. Um, you know, uh, I got them printed. Um, I won't say how. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all know, but we won't say. <laughs> so I got them. I keep them in my van. I also keep a copy of, I don't know if you're very familiar with the plumbing code of Australia, the part of the builder's code. Yes. 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 No, not really. <laughs> it's good. It is very good. It's a lot of interesting stuff. There's a lot about stormwater. There's a lot about... The new updated PCA has everything about RPZs and backflow prevention. It's not in water part. Well, it's not in AS3500 part one anymore. Okay. So it's all in there. And then you've got, you know, your up, your, your backflow um, standards that are independent of and how to like test and commission mm -hmm. backflow devices. Um, obviously, your new gas standards, which, you know, OPSO valves and everything. And the new, I don't know if you've seen like the overpressure valves that have, that are a new thing and mm -hmm. addendum that are new. Um, I find like really, I don't know. Like I, I find I'm very quick at finding the answer that I want because I'm good at searching things. That's, that's like, if I can give anyone advice is get, um, PDF copies of your standards on your phone, get like, you know, an Adobe reader or whatever on your phone and just learn how to search. Yeah. Go researching is just a skill in itself. hundred percent. Like, and if you don't know something, those paper copies that I've got in my van, like I'll, I'll go and look at like a circ pop. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on mm, here? Like mm. why? Why is there seven of them in front of me? You know, and I'll go, okay, well, I need to go have a bit of a think and have a sit down and I'll draw it up on a bit of paper and I'll bring up the standards and try to find some sort of information or, you know, I'll try to look up, you know, when can you put an ECV here or when, you know, what, how many bends or whatever. And the way that I look at it is try to imagine that the OTR inspector is over your shoulder. And that sounds, people are going to hate that. <laughs> but you look at it is like, if an OTR inspector would be happy with it, well, for, for Victorians, it's like the VBA or whatever, but mm, mm. if the inspector would be happy with it, go for gold. And so would the client. But if the OTR inspector would go, what, wouldn't have done it that yeah, way? Yeah. Just keep in mind that like, if anybody else, if a plumber that you don't know goes back there, you know, in, in six months time or whatever, and he goes, oh, this last bloke didn't know what the hell he was doing because you were trying to rush. It was like four o'clock on a Friday and you're like, nah, I don't care. Mm. And then the client always went, mm, he kind of rushed that last bit. That doesn't look right to me. Yep. Then all of a sudden you're going to get pulled up. But it's quick to, the way that I see it is like, you look at every job that you do and you go, how many, you know, what is the spacing for 25 mil copper on the vertical? Or like, you know, what is the, what is the, the you know, um, the operating pressure of like, you know, a natural gas hot water unit or something. Yeah. Or like, you try to, yeah. And a, a big thing as well that I would always suggest is like, if you guys, if anybody listening to this is keen on gas, ask your lecturers and ask your tradesmen every single piece of advice you can and practice it. I, I spent months practicing learning how to do um, like gas runs and mm -hmm. like, and, and size gas runs. Cause yep. I was like, I want to know how to do that better than anyone else because then people will come to me and ask me, you mm -hmm. know, and then you become more valuable as a result. But mm -hmm. if you can, you know, I, I won't go too much into it, but like, I think, you know, yeah, I say I won't, but I already, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea being is like, just try your hardest to find the answer out yourself before asking, you mm -hmm. know, if you've gone, if you ring your supervisor and say, 
oh, I don't know. I don't know how far I can run this 25 mil. And he goes, well, have you looked at your standards? And you go, mm, no, mm. maybe just have a bit of a gander. Yeah. You work it out. Like you can work it out. They yeah. give you As everything. long as you've done everything before you call them or whatever to that's right. in your power to research, you don't always have to have the answer, but that's, as long as we know you've right. tried. That's right. And like right. a good boss, like, and you hundred percent agree with me like this, the way that I've always viewed any sort of issue that I've come across at work or, you know, if I've made a mistake or something hasn't gone right, the way that I treat it is, you know, okay, can I fix it? No. Okay. How can I fix it? What do I need to fix it? I try to solve the issue. Mm. And obviously if water's pissing up out of the ground and you need to ring SA water, ring SA water. But like, if yeah. you've got an issue that, you know, you can sit for a couple of minutes, spend some time thinking about it, researching it, think of what your boss would be happy with you doing or possibly doing. Mm -hmm. And then you ring them up and you say, Hey Matt, just by the way, you know, I've got this 25 mil gal here in the roof, but I really don't trust it. It's real rusty. Like, I think I'm going to like order a length of copper from Reese. I'll just get, you know, I'll, I'll re-amend the quote to the customer and I'll let her know that this is going to be an extra cost or whatever. Just wanted to keep you in the loop and you go, cool. Sounds good. Get into mm. it. Mm. But I, I checked with you. I, I, well, I figured it out. Well, there was an issue. I figured it out what I was going to do. I rang you, double checked, and then I did it. Yeah. That's the best process to go by it because then, you know, you're never going to get upset with me because I checked, mm. but you're also happier that I figured it out for myself before I rang you. Yeah. That's the biggest piece of advice I can give apprentices. Try to work it out first before ringing and trying to, you know, go, oh, well, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, but you, you're smart enough. Mm -hmm. you, you wouldn't have made it into plumbing if you weren't smart enough. Have a crack. Like, and, and, and yeah. I can scratch out this question because I was going to ask you, <laughs> what advice would you give to someone? <laughs> All right, that one's done. <laughs> Here's me skipping like seven questions there. No, we've got two more. Oh, oh good. Oh. Um, I guess I wanted to give you the opportunity to maybe um, shout out any mentors or anyone that's um, possibly, you know, yep, got you to where you impacted your journey, I suppose. Yep. And yep. I Definitely. guess also how they influenced mm. your, how you, Look at plumbing. For sure. Um, oh, look, I've, I've had a lot of tradesmen over the years. Um, definitely Russell for taking me on in my first year. Um, Nick for taking me on in my second, or well, yeah, in my second year. And then, you know, obviously all the team at Hindmarsh for taking me on recently. Um, those guys are really good. I, I really want to say thank you to Peter Faramond, my first tradesman, you know, Stuart Blair, my other first tradesman, those two blokes infinitely reliable, always a phone call away. Um, Lockie O'Brien, he's great. Tom Pugh, he's great. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Tom Davey, he's great. Um, you know, Nick Carter, my old boss from Prodigy, he just it taught me so much, mm. absolutely so much. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, and then my lecturers are some of the best mentors I've had for a very, very long time. You know, Steve Bayment, you know, Ian Kennewell, Kevin Ledwich, um, Paul Dixon, um, you know, Brittany DeKuyper, um, Nathan. Oh my God, I forget Nathan's last name, but he hasn't been there as long. But all those yeah, guys, yeah. like, look, you know. Do you go to TAFE? Did you go to Pierre, Pierre, oh, actually. Pierre. Yeah, so okay. I like, I, you know, and I've, I've had beers with these guys. Mm. I've, you know, and I've sat down and I've talked. And the biggest thing, like, so I've found that, like, what set me aside from other apprentices is I was, trying to get as much information from these guys as I could. They've done it. They've mm. lived it, you know? And the way that I see it is like, I go into that peer classroom and if we've got two lecturers in a certain day, they suddenly there's 45 years worth of experience in that room. Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty easy. I can ask them whatever I want and they'll probably have the answer. 
why, like, why not use that to the best of, of, of yeah. your ability? Like, might as well just get into it and ask those questions, those abstract questions. What happens if this does this? Not what about that? Mm. Can you lay HDP underground and glue into the hundred blah, 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 or whatever? And they go, well, I don't know. Or they, they'll tell you the answer, but if they don't know, they go, I'll find out for you. Yeah. They come back after lunch. They go, oh, I just chatted to Brenda, you know, I've worked it out. You can actually do that, but you've got to do it this way on that and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, cool. Mm, like tap into that wealth of advice, I suppose. And, That's you cool. know, looking back, I would say you always, you don't, sometimes you don't really realize what you're learning from a particular person at a particular time. Yep. But looking back, yep. you always think, oh, I got that from... 100%. That or I learned that like work ethic from this person or that's right. That's you know, right. Yeah. It's not oh. always just about like practical skills, but it can be like the way you look at certain problems oh, or by far by work far. ethic type things, you know? I've I've learned so much. Like Pete Customer service is another one. Some people oh. you'd be like, Oh, well that's you know By far, yeah. by far. Like, you know, I I I'll, I'll shout out Pete again because he I think he was bloody he was thirty six when he started his apprenticeship and I've never met a bloke that can dig harder than Pete. Mm. Like my God, you know, the, the machine bloke is a machine. And I just like, I've always been like, like I, I remember I was in there and I was 23, I reckon. And I, when I first started and I started digging with him, doing a dig up and I thought I'm younger than this bloke. I, I've got him in spades. <laughs> Hard no. He dug for six hours. Hard no. I gave up after like 45 minutes. I was like, nah, I'm not doing yeah, this. That's but, years of just work, man. Oh, like, you know, just but like the body biggest, of work. It just ruins you. Nah, yeah. but it's, it's good, you know, and it's satisfying. Yeah. You oh, learn good. these good traits from people mm -hmm. as well. Like you learn, you know, and learn their, um, what's the word? Like critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. You look at problems differently. You think through problems slowly. You don't just rush into it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm bad. Everyone will laugh at me. I'm, I'm way too fast paced. I don't slow down. I need to slow down. But that being said, <laughs> I haven't noticed, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so many of my mates like, well, uh, plumbing, like, um, tradesmen that I've worked with have always been like, you know, take your time, think about it slowly, work it out and then, and then get into it, you know, yeah. bit by bit by bit. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of the yeah. biggest things I've learned from, you know, my mentors, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And lastly, ambitions. So oh. where do you see yourself in, in five years? And I'd like to know if you've got any like long-term ambitions in yep. the plumbing yep. space. Uh, um, you're going to laugh at me? No, I'm not. No, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I reckon. So for me, Inevitably, I want to run my own business, whether that is in, you know, three years or five years, it will happen because I'm not somebody to sit still. Um, but I, I find that, you know, I'd love to have a business with apprentices and tradesmen, and I'd like to have a business where I have tradesmen that are more experienced than me, but like nothing wrong with that. I think that's brilliant because mm. you're immediately like, it goes back into that old lecturer thing where like you're tapping into that 45 years worth of knowledge. Mm come over here. You're, you're mine now. Like I'm, I'm going to use your knowledge like yeah. for this business and we can build it together. Like, you know, I like, um, my old boss, Nick, he was so big on creating like, uh, like a culture at the company. You know, you go to the pub on Fridays, you, you know, hang out with your mates, you go away for a Christmas show. You, you know, you, you give the guys good, you know, good quality work vehicles, good quality tools, you know, good quality material, you give mm -hmm. them like, you make sure that the jobs are, you know, not like, not obviously you can't choose every job that you have all the time, but like you look after them in the sense that like you're, you know, you're not just putting one bloke on dig ups every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you share the load mm -hmm. because it's like you know, everyone, that bloke's going to want to leave. That's just the end of it. Like mm -hmm. he'll just go, nah, pull the pin. Don't worry about it. But mm -hmm. the biggest thing is that like you create, I want to create 
a great culture. I mean, like I, I grew up in Mount Gambier and I've always like mum and dad hound me every week to come home. And I think probably one day in the future, maybe in 10 years, I might move back and start a business down there. It could be five years or whatever, but you know, I'd love to have my own business. I'd love to have, you know, live out of town on a farm and that can be the workshop and, you know, all the boys can come around and have a big piss up and get into it. You know, yeah, I, I think like, I'd love to, I reckon, I reckon I'd love to have, you know, I could, I could have 20 staff if I wanted, if I, if I really tried for it, I could do it. And like, there's always opportunity and you only get out what you put in. So you can only go as far as you, as far as you're willing to go. Mm -hmm. If you, if you slack and you don't really care and you go, nah, I can't be bothered doing that. Or I don't want to work this weekend or I don't want to really want to try or no, I won't, you know, um, do that job for my neighbor or whatever. You're not going, you're not, you're not hungry for it. You've got to be, you've got to want it. You've got yeah. to, you know, you've got to want it with every fiber of your being, you know, because otherwise you go, you know, I'm sure you know lots of plumbing business owners that you go, God, how is he in business? You know, he doesn't even care. And they, they don't, they struggle. They, and like, and that's not, I'm not begrudging some people, but then you see some other people that are extremely successful because they put the time and effort in. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, um, Jason from exclusive plumbing, he's like a really good mate of mine. And like that bloke's been plumbing on his own for, I think like, you know, 10 years, 12 years. And he is just, he lives, he lives the, the greatest life. He's got time for his family. He works when he wants to, he doesn't work all week. He does his bit, but he does it efficiently and effectively. And he doesn't, you know, waste his time either, but he's mm -hmm. also like, he's at the point where, you know, he could retire tomorrow if he really wanted to. He's got a nice old Ford. He gets to drive that around. He's laughing, you know, but I think definitely running my own business, I'd love to be, I'd, I reckon I could do like trade school teaching one day a week or two days a week. I reckon I'd love it. I yeah. reckon you'd be good at it. It'd be good fun, you know? Yeah. It's just like, come on, mate, come <laughs> on. I'll show you how to dig a bloody hole, you know? <laughs> but like, you know. Coupled with your researching skills. It's oh, right. wrong. I'll learn you. Don't you worry. I'll, I'll learn you a thing or two. <laughs> Oh, good man! But yeah, no, ripper. Exciting, well, mate. I think um, thanks heaps for coming on. Not the a plumbing industry needs more guys like yourself that are appreciate really it. passionate, and um, it's really, really. Uh, I enjoy watching the journey. So, oh, appreciate it. Thanks man. you for being here, mate, and um, yeah. you're a really good ambassador for oh, the apprentices in the plumbing industry. So, thank you. No, thank you, man. Absolute pleasure. Cheers, good man. man. Thanks a lot, Nut Ripper. Thanks for tuning in to another Plumberfy podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, and all the usual podcast platforms.